This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is we want to provide our listeners with some really good facts and information about our local community uh, and, and local housing uh, community. So, yeah, what, what happens in New Jersey and Michigan affect us too, but not the way it does when we stay local. So, um, and that's what we've been, been doing for, th- uh, we're now in our third decade of Welcome Home Radio. Uh-huh. Now, that's where you can spin statistics. It's really only our 16th year, but we did start in 09, so that was our first decade. Then we had the 10s, that was our second. So that's statistics for you. (laughs) And our guest today, he knows all about how to read statistics, and that is Assembly Member Jim Patterson. Welcome. Good to be with you. Thank you, Don. how, How far back does our friendship go? Are we in four decades or something like that? (laughs) No, because I'm going to... Yeah, okay, it would be four decades. I remember... Did we know each other mayor years? During the mayor years, yes. Realtors were very uh, supportive of a lot of the things we tried to do back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I got to say, those were some good years, too, when you were the mayor. You you got the city looking upwards. Yeah, we... uh, This is kind of reminiscing, but, you know... I really inherited a, a city in freefall. It was really in bad shape. The Fresno Bee, just prior to the election, uh, said in, in a story that Fresno was in freefall. I mean, we had 100 homicides that year. 15,000 cars were stolen. We had graffiti and trash in our streets, right, and all of that. We had the lowest per capita officer ratio in the United States. <clears throat> and... Um, I inherited a zoo, frankly, that was in competition with all the other priorities of the city. So it was in fairly, um, I wouldn't say it was decrepit shape, but it certainly wasn't what it is today, thanks to Measure Z. And I, had, and I was the first strong mayor of Fresno. So the good thing about that is you, you are responsible for the entire city, you're elected by the entire city, and you have the tools necessary. I, I, I could hire the city manager. Right, we did the budgets. I had line item, and I had statutory, and I had budgetary veto, um, which meant that if the council went off on some crazy tangent and they got four votes, when they really had to get five, because I would say to them, "Ah, that's not a very good idea, and you're going to have to get to five votes because I'll exercise the veto." I rarely had to do that, because then they started talking and they said, "Oh, well, you've got to get to five. By the time they got to five, they could get to seven. It became unanimous. It became much better. I could approve it and sign off on it. And um, when we finished up eight years, my final year's mayor, 24 homicides that year. Wow, that's incredible. About 3,000 cars stolen. Uh, the insurance company, the, local, the, the, the Fresno area car insurance, automobile insurance companies, lowered their rates because they weren't having all of these losses because of the of the cars that were being stolen. We, we, I remember that now, when, yeah. when insurance rates were so high yeah. because you're in Fresno. Yeah. 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 But so anyway, thank it, you it, for it was, that. It, 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 uh, look, and I, it, it taught me 
uh, that if you want to be the mayor of a large, and look, Fresno is the fifth largest city in the state of California. We're the capital region now. I think the fourth significant region of the state. You've got San Diego, L.A., uh, you've got in the Bay Area, San Francisco, and now here's Fresno. We, we will hit 600,000 people in Fresno very soon. We're over 550, I think, something like that. And the interesting thing is that Fresno is one of the fastest growing cities in California. I don't whether we know that or not, but we are, uh, partly because we've maintained some livability. We've also maintained um, ease of getting around, right? We don't have the traffic congestion that, that, that the big cities have. Homes are reasonably still affordable here. There is competition in home building. Uh, uh, look what's happening across the river uh, in southern Madera County, other places, Sanger, Selma, these other, it, Clovis is doing a great job. Anyway, long, long story short, um, it, it, it was a good eight years. And um, when I left, the, the uh, National Civic League recognized us as an all-America city in 2000. That's right. Yep. And that was about the time that I started doing community tours for a large corporation who was recruiting yeah. um, do, uh, doctors to come in. And I had to show them all the benefits of Fresno. And I think you made that my job a little easier. <laughs> and uh, we had a pretty good success rate yeah. at convincing them. Now, a lot of that is because my dad used to drive when I was a kid, would drive me all over Fresno. And he was so proud of everything. Yeah. So I, it was built into me even I, beforehand. I, I, I keep telling my colleagues up in uh, Sacramento, stop thinking of Fresno as, as the way it was 20 and 30 years ago. Look at our zoo. Look at our airport, right? I mean, it's one of the successful airports in the state of California. Uh, I was part of the negotiating team that uh, internationalized the airport, and, and uh, we also built that, the, the new, back then, the, the, the new uh, terminal and all. And here, uh, Mayor Dyer is now expanding the terminal, expanding the international terminal and all of that. We, we were able to expand the parking uh, with the new garages and all of that. So the great thing about Fresno is you can fly into the airport, you can get your bags in 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, get to the parking lot, get home in 20. Uh, measure C, I want to just say this about Measure E. If you want to see the university thrive like our roads and highways and streets have done and our zoo then pass measure e imagine what our congestion would be like had we not passed c imagine what the the zoo would be looking like today if we still left it to the politicians the bureaucrats the city of fresno to run it while they're in competition with police and public safety and public works and all of that we took it out of the city we gave them uh, the, the voters gave a uh, a sales tax to that purpose, we put a first-class group of uh, highly uh, capable community leaders together and had this uh, oversight committee and commission that said, we're going to do it the way we promised, and look what's happened. Yeah, and I'm going to say that had we not passed Measure Z for the zoo, we may not have seen it because who would go there? Yeah. <laughs> but but now that uh, that is a world-class we're like in, place. We're like in the third, the third uh, major uh project cycle and and when you see what some of the uh plans are down the road after what's going on there now uh and uh it it it, it my experience with measure z and measure c 
is why someone like me, look, I'm, I, I want to be careful with taxes. I don't think we should raise them willy-nilly unless it's all about taking a local control of our tax money, keeping it here, and using it for the purposes that the voters approve, and then keeping the promises to them. We did that with our highways and roads. We also did it with Measure Z and with our zoo. And in many respects, we did it with our airport as well because we had to do a lot of, we did some bond financing, we did some other kinds of financing and things of that nature to get that airport underway. And now look at it, look at it. I mean, it's a first-class airport. Where did the funds come from for the airport? Well, a lot of it was federal money because, you know, FAA and federal money and all of that. Uh, a lot of it uh, has to do with uh, the airlines. I mean, the airlines, you, you know, they have, they have landing fees and uh, that, you, you, can't, you can't use the terminal without helping us to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's, that's kind of built into to all of that. And, and I remember uh, one of the first decisions I made was to approve the finance plan for the airport and to approve the architectural design of, of that new terminal. And I took a look at it. I had my city manager look at it. I, I talked to the Chamber of Commerce and others, and I said, look, this is, I'm ready to do this. Uh, do you like the design? Uh, and, and they said yes, and we did it. Okay, I've got a question for you just out of curiosity. Earlier uh, in this segment, you mentioned a strong mayor. What, what's the difference between a strong mayor and the, what the system that we had before that? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd, I'd call it a strong mayor, but what I'd like to basically call it is an executive form of mayor. The mayor is like the governor. The mayor is like the president, right? You've got a legislative branch. You've got an executive branch. The executive branch has makes the budgets, uh, has they have veto uh, over uh, legislation. Uh, and what happened before was our city managers never lasted more than three to five years. And you know why? Because they were always subject to four members of the council who had whims or who had special agendas and all and would give the city managers a a hard time if they didn't kowtow to what they wanted. And uh, as a result, Fresno, by the time we were in like the early 90s, was in real trouble. Uh, It had a... It had... you know, it had seven members of the city council that all thought they were mini mayors and that kind of wanted to act like it. And so district uh, interests clashed and what was left behind was the regional metropolitan city issues. The difference is, like I said before, uh, I could hire the city manager and I didn't have to go to the city council and beg for permission. And one of the things I did was I went to Chuck Puchigian, dear friend of mine forever. And he was, at that time, he, he was the, um, he was on the, the staff of, um, I think Pete Wilson at the time, uh, and was his appointments secretary. And I said, I need, a, I need a city manager that is experienced in large public works and large public safety. Well, he found me Jeff Reed. And uh, Jeff Reed, at that time, was the undersecretary for Pete Wilson of BTNH, which was a building uh, transportation and housing. But under his, uh, in his portfolio as that deputy uh, secretary was Caltrans, big public works, and highway patrol, big public safety. And I said, Chuck, if, if, if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. 
He was my city manager for eight years, and uh, he did a good job. All right. Well, thank you for that answer. We do have to go to our first commercial break, but when we get back, we're going to dive into Measure E. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio. Thank you. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio with us on this fine, kind of rainy Saturday morning is our assembly member, Jim Patterson. We could Thank use, you. We could use the rain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hear it's coming for a few yeah, days. F- f- food grows where water flows. <laughs> Bring it on, Lord. We need it. <laughs> right. And that's one of the reasons our Central Valley is such a great place to live. Speaking of that, you know, I... In the real estate business, I have to convince people that, hey, this is a a, a nice community. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe it, so I'm not making anything up. I truly believe it. Um, why does having a great university like Fresno State University in our town, why, what does that do for real estate? Yeah. Well, one of the things I, I learned was that when you have uh, quality schools, you look at Clovis, uh, I, I and and I think uh, Fresno Unified uh, has a way to go. I mean, we we, uh, but there is a direct connection between quality schools in your neighborhood and the quality of the neighborhood, and that it lasts. And I think supporting uh, school bonds that do what we want them to do, they do it for a few dollars, and the neighborhoods look better, the schools are improved, and all of that. I think that goes a long way to keeping property values uh, strong. Uh, I, and I think that the university is part of that. And so I say, look, Measure E is a one cent uh, for every $4 purchase. Um, it, it, and it, I think over the life of the issuance, uh, I don't know what, $1.8 billion, something like that, a huge, huge amount. Um, and I think that it is part of the necessity to keep our public institutions at the highest level possible. Because if we don't, um, people will look around and say, "If you can't, if if our university is falling apart, if our schools aren't up to par, what what else is in trouble?" And so I'm a I'm a strong believer that uh, when the school bonds come up, look, I a property owner, we Sharon and I own our home there for almost what almost 48 years now. Um, I don't mind paying that property tax because I know that the school around the corner is a quality school now, and it's in Clovis, and it, it helps our property values. And the university is a similar, uh, I think, example. Um, and yet the sad fact, Don, is that the state of California has failed us, and the California State University system has failed us. And to, to piggyback on that, I remember when I went to Fresno State a few decades ago, one of the professors said exactly what you just said, mm-hmm. that the state of California always fails um, Fresno. Be, I, there weren't enough votes here is, is uh, what he said. And his example was this is uh, before the 41 freeway was built. Fres- Fresno was the largest city in America that did not have an intercity freeway system to help it. Now, we do now. 
Yeah. Finally got it. But um, well, I, I was I was on the Fresno County Transportation Commission when because I was elected mayor and I had a seat on it. And I remember th- all that planning uh, was back before you had the computers and the CADs, you know, and all of that. We had big maps in the planning room and we were surveying people. Where are you? Where do you want to where do you want to go? Where do you want to get to? They would put dots on the map. You go back and look at those old dots and you go back and, and that, now you look at where the freeways are. They're right on the dots because that's where people wanted. So we triangulated downtown, north, south, east, west, cross town. That's what people wanted. And so now we are in a place where we can get around. And look what we did with uh, Veterans Boulevard. That's a key improvement for our area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was on that a couple weeks ago for the first time. Mm -hmm. What a difference that's going to make. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Yeah. I think that part of the city is really going to grow now. Yeah. So. Well, the '99 kind of was a was a was a barricade, uh, and and uh, so you know, getting the grade separations, getting over the railroads, getting over the freeway, and all of that kind of thing uh, was very important. And uh, appreciate the fact that we had Measure C. We also had uh, a lot of help from from uh, from the state. Uh, that was very helpful. So mm-hmm. good. All right. So, could you tell us? I mean, basically, what is Measure E and what's it intended to do? Well, first of all, uh, we, we, are, we are at a place where we're either going to decide to rescue our university from the forces that have keep, kept it uh, uh, begging for, for more resources from the CSU system. And that's been the history here. You talked to all of the presidents going back. Uh, it's been, uh, we, we, we've sort of been left out. Um, but the CSU has also left out maintenance from a lot of the other CSUs across the state. Um, and I think people need to understand that a lot of years ago, there was, th- there was a major higher education roadmap that was put together. And unfortunately, what the powers that be did was to place basically the creation of how you split the pie up for higher education in the hands of the University of California system. And guess what? The California State University system was sort of, you know, left behind. And so the lion's share of all this goes to Berkeley and goes to UCLA and some of those others. Now, if we do not take this into our own hands the continuing deterioration of Fresno State will, will happen because the legislative analyst office, who is our nonpartisan, expert, budgetary, financial analyst, I don't listen to the governor because he makes political budgets. I don't really listen to the, uh, to, the, to the assembly members and all from the urban areas. Uh, the, the, I've so said... For years, California's budget is, is, isn't really a budget. It, 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 it's a political paperwork is what it is. And all you need to do is understand that two years, three years ago, we had almost a $100 billion surplus. We are now $68 billion in debt. That happened in two, three years. Why? Because the governor builds the, builds the budget. He over exaggerates the income and under reports the expense and 
the every year the legislative analyst comes and says the budget hey the governor's not accurate the the the, expense, the spending is much more and and the uh, I mean we're 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 looking at at much less revenue than you think we're going to get. Uh, and so instead of dealing with facts on a balance sheet like we we learn, right? You got the you got your assets, you got your liabilities, you got your expenses, you got your income, and you budget and balance those. Uh, we really don't do that. There are games, uh, deferred, uh, borrowing from other funds, things of that nature. And so, as a result, um, Fresno State, uh, and and if you are watching television, you're seeing some of the. Uh, announcements that we are putting on and you will see in there those buildings mostly were built in the 50s when Fresno State moved from the City College location out there and we have look I've been in the legislature 11 years every single budget cycle I have said we need more money and I've made requests and budget asks and all of that and I watch the budget allocations come in and I see the CSUs down in L.A. and in San Diego and up in the Bay Area, they get their member asks uh, approved in many instances, and mine, I'd have to go find the, the footnote that says, nope, sorry. I'm tired of that. And if we had not said we're going to take our own roads, highways, streets, freeways, in, in under our control, and we did a half-cent sales tax, if we didn't do it for measure... Z with the zoo, um, what would Fresno be like now? And what would that zoo be like? And would, would, we wouldn't have the transportation systems that we do that get us around. The other thing is what's important to know is we're not a vertical city. We're a horizontal city. We're 125 square miles, right? We have a downtown, and I bless Jerry's heart. He's working hard to improve it, and we're seeing signs of that all around, but there are other nodes, right? When uh, We're seeing, you know, places like uh, the Fresno State area and Campus Point. We're seeing the uh, other areas that live close to where people work and shop and have their homes and all of that. So we're not like an L.A. that, you know, sprawls out but also is multi-stories. Like, like yeah, 38 so, stories high. So, so, so the, the, the reality here is, and I, I got to tell you, Don, I'm tired of the opposition being so selfish and closed-minded on this that they cannot see that one cent on a four-dollar coffee or a, a you know a couple of bucks on you know pizza or whatever. Um, I mean, this this is what one point five seven billion over the life. Uh, revenue estimates are, are like 63 million annually, and you won't notice it. I mean, for the, and it democratizes; it spreads out the cost. People ask, "Well, why can't we do it with a different kind of tax other than a sales tax?" That is the most uh, democratic tax. It it spreads to so many different people. But it is also a tax that can be avoided if you choose not to buy, and I think those are the kinds of things we need to look at, uh, and 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 recognize um, that 
if you want a Fresno State University uh, to keep pace with all of the other good things happening here, the airport, uh, our highways, roads, streets, our zoo, we're going to have to slice out a little piece. Uh, and I'm glad, I'm glad to pay it. And I liked what you said about a choice to buy. So if you were to go out and buy a $1,000 TV set, if $2.50, which is what that breaks yeah. down to, is going to stop you from buying a $1,000 TV set, that's your choice. If you decided to go out and buy a $30,000 car, if $75 is going to change your mind, well, it's your choice. So that's a yeah. good point that you bring out. But again, the, the interesting point you make is, uh, yeah, the choice here is something you really want and it's this big. And then there's this little thing over there that's like this big. And yeah, you're going to get the car, you'll drive it around, you'll enjoy it. But you will have had a part in making that university unbelievable for our kids, for first generation students. And when, when we you want to make a break here, and when yeah. we come back, I want to talk about what bothers me the most about the opponents, that this is going to hurt the poor, and that uh, why should uh, Fresno County uh, pay the, the tax when um, so many others from outside Fresno County go to uh I can't wait the to university. hear your answers. And you be you will be surprised at how this is being diversified through. And I'm going to give you a little hint. We may take the break. There is a mechanism in place right now that when you buy something on Amazon or you buy something from uh, online uh, from Target or, or from... Uh, any of these others, large-scale, uh, over-the-internet uh, uh, buying opportunities, <laughs> you're gonna, if it came from the distribution center, from the fulfillment center in Fresno, Fresno County gets the sales tax. That means people up in San Francisco. That may be people in any of the other counties around us. When they go online and maybe they're in Merced or Modesto or, or they're down near Bakersfield and they look at it and it comes out of the fulfillment center here, we get the sales tax. So All right. it, it, we, we, we believe that uh, over a third of others outside of Fresno County will pay for the, for the tax as well. All right. And that's a great thing about having Assemblyman Patterson here. He's an old radio guy, so you know we have to take a commercial break. I understand that, so I do. So stay tuned. When we get back, we're going to dive more into yep. this Measure E thing. Thank you. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. and We have Assemblymember Jim Patterson here in the studio with us today. And we are diving into the Measure E issue and how Measure E can help our, our community, our local home. Uh, so first of all, thanks sure. again for coming glad down do and spending your time and reaching no, out to, to your constituents. Glad to do it. Glad all to, right. I, think, I think what's really important, 
Don, is is for us um, to recognize and think about the university uh, as ours. The state is not helping us, and I've beaten the drum for Fresno State as long as I've been up there, and they're 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 deaf to us. And part of the reason is, uh, you know, the ruling party up there doesn't need our votes to keep a supermajority. They've got them in the Bay Area, they got them in Southern California, they got the numbers in the the big urban areas, and we're left behind. And and so, I think we ought to be incensed about that. And we ought to shake a fist at Sacramento and say, look what you're doing to us. Well, we'll show you. Mm -hmm. We're going to take it. We're going to do it this way. We're going to put it away. We're going to spend it the way we know it needs to be spent. We'll have an oversight group that will do audits and will be transparent on it. So there. (laughs) Yeah. Be proud of who we are. Be proud of the fact we're bulldogs. Don't let it deteriorate any longer. And for one cent out of a $4 purchase, or like you said, uh, less than $100 on a new car, Things, things of that nature, please don't let the opposition steal from you the opportunity to say yes to students, yes to a better campus, yes to a better city, yes to a, 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 a place that people start looking to and saying, wow, what's happening in Fresno? The airport. Pride. Wow. We got to be proud. Yeah. We got to be proud. Look at the of university. Look at the zoo. Look at the. I, I'm just saying. So, what has bothered me about the opposition is some of the people that I have known for a good period of time, and some of the people who um, have been honestly the most vocal. Uh, I I just think that's short sighted. I, I actually think it's kind of a, it's kind of selfish, and they have exaggerated and they have not told the truth. Um, and it, it is, it, it, it is something that I just, when we talked, I said, I want to come on here and I want to just say, let's tell the truth about this. And I'm here to do that. And everything I am saying is true. You can back it up in the language, in the, in the, uh, measure itself. And the accountability is baked in to this the same way we have accountability for the zoo. And I will say this, uh, I like to go and see for myself if something's true. So this past week, to do my homework for this show, I went out and I spent an hour and a half walking around the campus with a friend, and we looked at, okay, is it really needed or is this just going to be fluff? No, it's not fluff. It is really needed. There is maintenance deterioration. No, no, No question. Yeah. Uh, now, here, here's the thing that's kind of we got to get kind of past the exterior of the campus because the exterior of the campus looks really good, right? And, and, and you know, we have the Resnick building and we have the, you know, the library's nice and, and, and that university high school that's on there. Right? You look at that campus and from the outside it looks really good. And some of that new stuff has all new uh, infrastructure and all. But go, go down inside the nursing classrooms. Go into the places where our ag folks do their work go uh, uh, into the uh, classrooms where they're where the engineers are being trained and all we could have a lot more in public safety a lot more trained people in agriculture a lot more nurses and a lot more engineers 80 percent of them would stay right here and there's a capacity problem and when we fix 
the infrastructure and fix the classrooms. And that's where 85% of this money goes to the academic improvements. And so if we want more nurses, if your kids have a dream of being a nurse or maybe a police officer or an engineer or, or in agriculture, look at what that university has to offer. But beneath the veneer of the exterior is the interior, and that's that's what you saw, and I think that's what a lot of students see. The, the air conditioning and the, the, the plumbing and the electrical and those kinds of things really need to be upgraded. Here's a good analogy for you. I've been on some city inspections where the city comes in to the landlord or the property owner to um, see if, if you're taking care of the property. They would have a field day out there at the campus. Um, when they, they were, they tagged me for uh, some torn weather stripping on a door. Man, how about all the chipped and peeling paint from pre-1978 building that is out there, the, the dry rot. If I was a termite flying over the <laughs> campus, I would have thought I hit an oasis yeah. with, with all that unpainted I wa- and I, wood. I, Dan, I, uh, Don, I want us to be careful. Yes, it's bad. But it's not bad because people at the university failed at Fresno State president after president. I've been up in the legislature 11 years now. And we go and say, we've got to have more resources. Uh, we've been failed. The political establishment has failed us up there. And the CSU system at the chancellor's office and with the, with, with all, they, they'd rather help San Diego state with that gorgeous n- new stadium. Right. Um, well, why? Well, that's San Diego, okay? So look, let's, let's recognize we don't have a choice. If we want to fix it, we got to do it ourselves. And we're going to do it one cent out of four bucks or 100 bucks on a new car or something like that. And I like what you said. 85% of the money goes to academics because yeah. some of the naysayers out there are they must have heard the San Diego State story? They oh, it's all going to go to the football stadium. Well, again, that that's not a, a, a that's not a sales tax. Um, what what San Diego State did uh, was they they basically uh, allowed uh, and and the the UC the CSU system participated essentially in a bond debt, right? Bond debt, um, and I I really think that. Uh, if you look at this and say, we can't do that because of this, and we can't do that because of that, and we don't want to do this because of that, and we don't want to do this because of that, you're not going to have a university that you will be proud to send your kids to because it, it, it won't happen. $68 billion in debt? The state is, is going to find money for us? They haven't. So don't let the opponents steal from you the opportunity for a few cents to rebuild a university and do it significantly out into the future. We will not know that place 10, 15 years from now if we will do this. So would you dream with me? Would you think about for a few cents? And none of this taxes 
the necessities of life, number one. And number two, those who have, those, those students who would love to go to Fresno State, they got economic challenges and maybe they're, they're, you know, their folks are on food stamps or whatever. Uh, if, you, if you have an EBT and you buy stuff with an EBT, you, you don't pay a sales tax. If you're on CalFresh, you don't pay a sales tax for using all of that. Uh, rent's not, you go to the grocery store, you, you buy what you need and you, you're not paying none of the necessities of life. But then there's also a $50 million endowment that this measure creates for Students from families that maybe can't afford to send their kids to Fresno State. So here we are because we have some ability to buy and not worry too much about that additional quarter cent. I don't, it's not going to bother me a bit, but I'm going to have the joy every time I do that of knowing there's going to be some kid who's going to go there. He's probably going to qualify for some of that endowment and will have a, a scholarship to my university and they will graduate a nurse, uh, 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 maybe somebody in an engineering department, um, who knows, somebody in agriculture who's going to find a wonderful new way to save and use water better. Who knows? That's what our university is about. And they won't graduate with a huge, uh, a huge debt because we said, I'll give you a few bucks. We'll put and a lot of Fresnans do that. You'll put it in an account. We'll spend 85% on it on academics, and we're going to put $50 million away. We're going to use the interest on that for, and that'd be like if it earns 5 6%, that's something like $2, 3000000 million a year. Do you know how far scholarships will go at $3 million? There'll be students that we may never know the name, but in our heart of hearts, we're going to know we helped them. We're going to know because we have a good community. Yeah. So. We do have to go to another commercial break, but when we get back, we're also going to hear from school-aged children on what a home really means to me, and um, that might even mean something to Measure E. So stay tuned. Well, there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say that I'm proud to be an American where it well, welcome back. Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio with us, we have Assemblyman Jim Patterson. Uh, Jim, what the thing I always admire about Jim, he's a big guy on homes and <laughs> what a home really means. Yeah. So uh, we're going to share right now what some of the children taught us, the school-age children, during our Homewards essay contest that we had in November. And... Um, these kids just, you know, they, they took us away from interest rates, buyer's market, seller's market, oh, I, uh, and they put it in perspective. Now, uh, Jim's seen one here. Wait, why don't you read it first? <laughs> and what did we learn from this person? Yeah. What my home means to me, this is a fifth grader, is spending time with my family, having comfort, and safety, having a roof over my head. In my house, my family makes memories. My family comes together for the holidays, and I play with my brother and my sister. My home means so much to me. Now, I don't know who this little one is. It's, it's a fifth grader. 
But you know something? Maybe someday this little fifth grader is going to be a beneficiary of what we do with Measure C at Fresno State. Mm -hmm. And she just might be able to come home to her mom and dad one day and say, I was, I was admitted to Fresno State, mom and dad, and I'm going to be a nurse or, or, or I'm, I'm going to be an engineer or I'm going to be in public safety. Oh dear, we're going to be so proud of you. And we're so glad that that university was improved over the years. It's a shining place now. And you know why we'll be able to say that to that little girl? Because of what we do on Measure E. Don't let the negative naysayers keep Fresno as Fresno. Let's make Fresno Fres, yes. What if Measure that, C will do that. What if, what if that fifth grader's parents didn't really take care of the home? that she's so proud of yeah. that that would be a shame and and that's the analogy with fresno state we need to take care of it yeah. um i have one from a fourth grader here um they said our home is very nice because it is located close to a pond where i can catch frogs <laughs> my home is where i can find god family fun nature and all the joys of growing up that I I love that because mm. well it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid uh, I was pretty close to a canal and we used to go catch frogs there so uh, but that's also looking back on that place uh, which by the way is in Fresno mm -hmm. um, that was that home was about God family fun nature yeah. and all the joys of growing up I want to interject something here. We want more homeowners, don't we? We want more professionals. Think about the first person in a family in Fresno that goes to Fresno State. Measure E has created much more academic uh, uh, accomplishments, and they are the first, maybe, that gets a college education, becomes a nurse or an architect or an engineer, maybe somebody in public safety and then they came from a family that could just rent. Think about that reality when you think about whether you want to vote yes on, on measure E that's the promise we're making to young ones like this. There's going to be a place first class education will you'll leave there with, with a, a trade or, or a, a, a profession and you'll be able to say, I'm going to buy my, my first house. Mom and dad, I know you didn't have a chance to go to college, but I graduated and I did it for you. I did it for you. So let's think about it in those terms and stop listening to the naysayers because they have it wrong. Nothing positive is going to happen unless we do it ourselves. And they can bang their fist on the table and say, well, the state should do it, the state should do it. Well, the state's not doing it. And I'm here to report to you, they're not doing it for a whole lot of reasons because of the manner in which the state finances things, the establishment between the, I think, the unfair advantage that the University of California gets and, and, and the disadvantage that the CSU gets and how you cut the, 
the 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 pie up for for these kinds of things. So, um, I want you to think about next time you hear somebody get on, you know, some radio or you hear them talking at a coffee shop, and they're saying, "I'm not getting it some of the tax." I don't want you to hear that. I want you to hear the voices of first-generation college students, first-generation homebuyers. And I want you to hear these words. Thank you for what you did. Look what it did for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a good example to go to the, the part about the naysayers who say, oh, well, the state should do it. As you drive around town, notice this. There are easements, uh, city easements that belong to the city, not to the homeowner. And some of them are overgrown in weeds or have too many leaves that need to be raked up. You will see some proud homeowners out there doing it themselves. Others don't. Now, that's pride. That's being proud of your home because you're the city. They could sit back and say, hey, that belongs to the city. They got to do it. I'm not going to do it. But no, they went out and took care of business. Yeah, I'm going to end with this. This is our university. Folks, it's called Fresno State. If we want this place to reflect all of the hopes and dreams we have for ourselves, for our kids, for our grandkids, and for our city, say yes to Measure E. Say yes to Measure E. This, this, because it's Fresno State. And you'll be a part of not only saying, look at Fresno State, isn't this wonderful? Look at the zoo. Isn't this wonderful? Oh, yeah, by the way, you can fly into that great new airport in Fresno, and within a few minutes you're home, and we don't have the traffic jams and all of that. that that's, that's who we are becoming. And for three important reasons. One, because we choose to be here. Two, because we have roots that have been put down here. And three, because we know if we don't do it, it is not going to get done. And for a few cents on a dollar, it'll get done. Add this to the success of Measure C. Add this to the success of Measure Z. And you will know because this oversight committee is going to be made up of people who are as passionate as I am about doing it right, telling you the truth, and making it work. And that's what's going to happen. Those individuals are going to be serving because they're going to make sure that what we promise here today on this radio station, you will see in reality as time goes forward. So please vote yes. Okay. And when does the vote come up? It's in March. March. Okay. Around the corner. Yeah. Uh, it's in the it's in the uh, the primary election. And they just need a majority. Fifty plus one. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and the reason for that is because the the people of of Fresno County put it on the ballot. We, we needed, I think, 37, 38,000 signatures from people. The best indicator that there's an undercurrent of understanding here is that the people of this area qualified it. And that's why it's 50 plus one. And let me give a real estate perspective to this. If your neighborhood is well-kept, taken care of, shows pride of ownership, it's going to affect your property values. Absolutely. Well, that university is a part of our neighborhood. In fact, I'll even go as far to say a major part of our, our neighborhood. 
So uh, if it's well kept, yep. shows a lot of pride and hey, and local pride. It's like, hey, we're taking control of this. Yeah. We're the ones yeah. that are going to allocate the money for yeah. this or for that. Um, and we're going to do it joyfully, not because we have to or not because we've been, you know, uh, convinced to do something that isn't affordable or appropriate or something we really want to do. One final thing. That university sits now basically in the center of the city of Fresno. Fresno's grown up around it. It has a thousand acres of some of the best prime ag land there. It Imagine what it looks like when, when we do all of these wonderful things and spruce that thing up, do all of the improvements that are necessary. You, you, you have major highways and you have the, the major freeways. You drive up on them and you look down and you say, look at that place. And when people are coming through, maybe on their way to Yosemite or someplace, they'll look at that and say, that's Fresno State? Wow, something's going on here. No wonder they're so proud of their Bulldogs. That's right. No wonder what's going on here. So let's stop saying no. Let's start saying yes. And this is another opportunity to do that. Thank you. And I want to thank you. Also want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And we will be back again next week. But as Assemblymember Patterson says, vote yes on Measure E. Thank you. Thank you, Don.